Previously on the Damage Guild podcast. The leader that you killed is still on the road. I guess we'll search his pockets. He has a pouch of powdery substance. It touches the top. You start to feel drowsy. Guys, this is great. You finally arrive at Miller's Field. You overhear. I went out hunting the other day and one of my arrows got stuck. No matter how hard I pulled, it just stayed stuck in the deer. Since they're such trouble to you, why don't I just take them off your hands? I find a huge boulder and I shoot it with an arrow. The arrow stays firmly in place. They're like grappling hook arrows. McCall's mighty missiles of Miller's Field. When you reach Nafton, the fence that they were building up is now completely encircling the town. I'll begin to draft two letters. You see a group of miners. Nippin, is that you? It's you. You're a sight for sore eyes. You're still alive. I am, thanks to you. I have something for you. And I take out one of the letters and I hand it to him. I go into Olaf's bar when we get to Nighton and I pull out the second letter, tuck it into his tunic, and I turn around and leave. He just stares at you the whole time and looks down at the envelope that you put in his pocket. And then you hear him muttering as you leave. At least you didn't stay long this time. <laughs> I say, Shaba, Shaba, what were you doing? Why, why'd you write that letter to those people? Those letters to those people? Uh, no, I, what, what letters to what people are you referring to? Like the one that you just handed to Olaf? I don't know what you're ta- uh, What? Huh? What did it say? I don't, I look around my, I search my, my person, my clothing. I don't have, what letters? I don't, don't know what you're talking about, really? Ah, uh, you're no fun, and I walk away. <laughs> I feel like at that Frost. point, Chava's got to make a deception check, right? Can we, can I, can I check to see if he's lying? <laughs> I yeah, think sure. you're, you both probably know pretty well. <laughs> okay, so I got it. What, what am I doing? Uh, insight. insight, yeah. Fifteen. My deception check was a six. <laughs> well, Shaba. You've got some splaining to do. <laughs> I mean, it's obvious that I'm lying. It's obvious I'm just trying not to talk about it. Go on. <laughs> <laughs> this is obviously something I'm not trying to talk about. All right, you know what? If you're going to keep needling me about it, you want to know the truth? The truth is, I just felt bad, okay? I felt bad, because we were kind of mean to Olaf, and we were definitely real mean to Nibrin, so I just wanted to write them letters of encouragement to tell them to keep doing what they're doing and chin up and believe in themselves and believe that they're strong and capable and enjoy their lives and to think better of themselves. Because both of those people have pretty dreary lives and they're both, you know, Olaf's grumpy all the time and he never looks like he's having any fun. And Nibrin has a terrible job that he doesn't like. And so I just thought that if somebody just for a change, for once, could just tell them, hey, you know what? Chin up. Hang in there. That maybe, maybe it would do some good. It's beautiful, Shaba. I mean, you, you tend to not act so kind and generous like when we're talking to people, <laughs> but I had no idea that deep on the inside of you was a nice, chewy, gooey, sentimental type. <laughs> you didn't strike me as the, the type. I guess you could say so. Yeah. I, I look fondly at Shaba. I look, at, I look deeply into his eyes. <laughs> <laughs> and I wonder why he hasn't done that with me But he's done that with people Like we've exchanged Like had two conversations with And then I look over at Aslo And I'm like I, I really need some, some bardic inspiration I've been I've been, I've been, I've been uh, going through withdrawal These last few weeks <laughs> uh, No I, I mean I, I give you guys encouragement as much as possible. I mean, I've laid down my life for you, for both of you. Gol- Goliath inspiration is not the same. It's just not. No, it's, it's not. It's your not. Goliath love is very different genre. We are a little rough around the edges, and which is why sometimes I think that I need to amend my ways. Hmm. Are you going to make it to my soccer practice next week? This time, I will be there. I swear I will not. Or my goat ball practice. Or whatever. <laughs> yeah, I swear I will not miss it for another business meeting. Oh, that's what you promised last time, <laughs> I will definitely not work late and miss it. For sure, for sure. Okay. I'll hold you to it. <laughs> like next episode, I'm going to bring it up and you'll be like, wait, what? What goat ball practice? <laughs> you forgot again. <laughs> Are you going to actually write those letters up at some point? 
No. <laughs> but they were both beautiful, and they would have brought a tear to the eye of anyone who read them. Trust me on that. The next day, you set out and arrive at your destination, Nanept. Huzzah! Here we are again! Uh, home sweet home. Ooh, there's no place like it. The caravan pulls in, and Albert says... Well, aside from that one instance, you did do an admirable job. I mean, the zombies and all were unexpected difficulties. I mean, admirable is not the word I would use, but thank you. (laughs) Well, aside from that, I said... (laughs) No, I was going to use the word stellar, but admirable is okay, I guess. (laughs) That will suffice. I'm just happy you didn't fire us or, you know, submit a complaint to the guild. Or There are all these things you could have done, but you didn't because you're a good dwarf person woman. Yeah, they even keep the complaint forms right next to the front door. They're in this little, like, it's like really little pocket. really convenient. You just fill yeah. out a little slip. They it have takes, pencils like, two there. seconds. You just, yeah, it's like, a, it's like Actually, three Actually, let questions. me get you a slip. Let me go get you a slip. <laughs> <laughs> but those are all, that's also the compliments box, so if you want to, mm. you, can, you can write a five-star review. Right. If you'd like. It's up to you. Only you can write that. Yeah, I'll stop by the guild later today and let them know what what happened? Cool. You should be able to pick up your payment by tonight. All right. We will go to the guild as well. I'm a little nervous. Unless there are any additional services we might provide, like a matchmaking service with our friend Griff. <laughs> oh, that's already in the workshop. I, we, we, don't, we don't charge for that. That's yeah. free service. Uh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I mean, if our, <laughs> if our job is done, then let's start the, the extracurriculars, if you know what I mean. Yeah. So we'll meet you at the bar at 7. <laughs> the Salty Slug at 7 o'clock. Salted and slug. the Salted and Slug. Trim your beard. Yeah, trim your beard. you don't have to. Bring your best beard powder and, you know, your finest whatever it is that you dwarf women <laughs> like to wear. <laughs> I'm not looking for romance right now. And I wouldn't be seen dead at the salted slug. Who said anything about romance? It's just a blind date, you know, grabbing a beer. Besides, that's the perfect time to find romance when you're not looking for it. (laughs) When you're least expecting it. Well, you know, if you serendipitously happen to run into Greth uh, while you're in the city, then it wasn't us. (laughs) And I wink at her. Aslo makes a mental note to uh, buy a saxophone so that he can play the, the sexy saxophone <laughs> guy. Yeah, that's another one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of great saxophone songs. Uh, yeah, man. Yeah, there are. It's just the instrument of love. Well, we need to get you a new instrument anyway because your loot disappeared, so. Oh, hey, yeah. What happened to my loot, guys? <laughs> Wait, no, what? I don't, you never owned a loot, Asla. You are delusional. Delute, are you sure? Delusional? You ne- you're delusional. That's great. I like that word. You never owned one. Yeah, we, we didn't want to tell you because we didn't want you to get admitted to the psych ward. Huh. That's so weird. I thought I remember having one, but... Okay. Nope. Yeah, no. <clears throat> Definitely not. All right, uh, let's go to the Sapphire Saber. And I, I sneak Shava a fist bump. Oh, yeah. That Aslo doesn't notice. Oh, yeah. Behind my back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, what time of day is it, Thane? It would be evening. Um, are we? I asked the other guys. Are we planning to sleep at the Sapphire Saber tonight? Heck yeah, dude! Remember the guy. <laughs> the guy's gonna deliver a billiard table to my room. Party <laughs> up, son! <laughs> We're throwing a party in room three hundred eight, or it's like the same door that everybody else goes through. <laughs> but you're going into my room tonight. Is that even possible? Can we get into each other's rooms? Hotel party, yeah, man. You just open the door at the right moment. I don't want to be caught in interdimensional space in the same room as you guys. I can hardly stand you during the daytime. Yeah, when Shama farts, you do not want to be trapped in the same room as him. Yeah, I feel for striping. Before we go to the Sapphire Saber, if we're staying there for the night, mm-hmm. I have an idea. What if we stop by my old place and see if we find anyone there or find any other clues about what's been going on? See if the weird mm. oil stuff that we buried in the ground has grown tentacles. Uh, I feel like there's a lot to investigate there. What do you say? I agree. Let's let's do that. Um, are you sure that Captain Clapton hasn't subleased it out to another party? I'm not, but we can check when we arrive. All right. 
Let's do that. I mean, how long till your lease expires? Or, oh, wait, that's your, it's your house, right? You own it? Uh, yeah, I believe so. We didn't end up selling it, did we? No. Okay, so we still got it. Well, we didn't think anybody would buy a murder scene. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Uh, all right, yeah, let's go to Aslo's by way of... No, let's go to somewhere else by way of Aslo's. Let's go to Aslo's first. Why don't we use the back way? Like the yeah, back, I was going to say, way. let's put on our hoods while we're like walking we around scale town. over the wall and then, <laughs> yeah. like, use binoculars. Exactly. Let's put on dark cloaks and plague doctor masks so that we can walk around the city unimpeded. Mm-hmm. We'll put red dots on our foreheads. Yes. <laughs> This can't go wrong. Or we'll, like, stack, like, we'll finally do where we, the four of us are stacked with stripey mm-hmm. as the head. Perfect. It'll be one giant 15-foot-tall <laughs> being. Badger. Badger man. Did you actually add up all our character sheets? No, it's, well, I'm seven and a half. Yeah, as I'm those, three, like, three and a half. Oh, you're three and a half as well? Yeah, I'm three six. Okay. I'm a flat three feet. Oh, yeah, that's right. Aslo, you're the shorter one, so... 8, 11, 14. Yeah, 14 feet for the three of us plus stripey. Plus stripey, like, which is... It's like 15 bad. and a half Almost, feet, yeah. Man. Ah, nice it's math. A good, good, yeah, it's a good size uh, skinny giant. All right, so we do that. That's only if you're standing on each other's heads, though. <laughs> well, that's true. We have a cloak that's that long, like your tent. <laughs> no. We need to go to the tailor. We go to a tailor's shop and have him sew it. <laughs> go to the haberdasher. Yes. 15 foot long cloak, please. <laughs> please. Alright, no, in all honesty, we just go to Aslo's house Well, no, can we sneak there, like, once we get close? And by That's sneak, I mean you guys, and I stay back and watch We'll just stand on each other's heads without a cloak on I was gonna say the same thing, let's go up by way of, like, an alley Hide in the alley, look across the street, and then we'll sneak to get closer Yeah And we'll play another saxophone song, like the Pink Panther theme Oh no, Do I we? said the word! Do no, we? I ruined it! Copyright! Oh no, our show's gonna get shut down now Ba-dum. That's a good way to time our recordings. Everybody should snap so I can make sure our recordings are exactly in sync. Ready, three, two, one, snap. No, that's oh, okay. not how that. That's not gonna work. Okay, <laughs> it'd have to be like while we're singing the song. All right, we go to my house. <laughs> Just forget it. Yeah, but but that music's like playing in our heads as we yes. sneak around the alleyways. Yeah. So you eventually make your way through the mole slums, and you arrive just a little down the street from Aslo's house. You can see it up ahead, and you start sneaking down the road. Yep. The streets here are not really deserted, because it's the slums, and there's always people sitting around in the gutters and such, but there are relatively few people nearby, and no one pays much attention to you. We're riffraff, we blend right in. Street pets. You arrive at the house, and from the outside, everything looks just as it was when you left it. Hmm. Looks exactly the same. Unlock the door, Aslo. Actually, that's a good question. Did we leave the door shut and locked when we left? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah, I imagine so. Or wasn't the door knocked off its hinges? Did we have it repaired? I think you repaired it yourself, didn't you? I don't remember specifically. Yeah, we might have done that that so that we could shut it and lock it again. Mm-hmm. I mean, you had a week that you stayed in town. Yeah. I'm pretty sure you prepared it. That's true. Okay. All right. Um, so here's here's what I'm thinking. I will uh, go invisible just to make sure that nobody sees me. And then I'll go in and, and scope around. Um, Tokus, you just keep an eye out from where you are. And then Shaba, you watch my back with, uh, with your bow at the ready. Okay. Just in case. Sounds like a plan. You can't watch your back if you're invisible. That's true. Touche. Uh, <laughs> I watch what I think is your back and try to not shoot exactly. it. If anybody even so much as crosses the street in front of my house, shoot them. <laughs> <laughs> Bring them down. <laughs> exactly. Like an old woman hobbles by. <laughs> Immediately after you say that, she's like, I never just, know who could be a cultist. I'm just bringing home my nephew some groceries. <laughs> and you're like, well... The same woman that you knocked down before. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, old woman. Stay down. <laughs> so I reach a hand up into the air and snap my fingers and disappear. I snap my fingers and try to disappear, too. <laughs> <laughs> How does he do that, Tokus? I don't know. It's Aslo. He's... 
probably psychotic because of the murder. <laughs> yeah. He just thinks that he's invisible. I gave Tokus a wet willy. What? What? what was that in my... Oh, it was so gross and slimy. What just happened? He probably snorted some of that weird powder we found on the Bandit King. All right. So I run across the street uh, quietly. I tiptoe across the street. And assuming nothing else happens, I'll unlock the door and uh, go in and close it gingerly behind me. You're now by yourself, standing <laughs> in the dark. <laughs> <laughs> I cast Magic Missile. Yeah, you're in your house. It's dark. Okay. Um, I'll basically just walk around and uh, try and scope things out, see if anything's been disturbed from how we left it, see if I find any more threatening notes laying on the ground. Question. If you cast light while you're invisible, is the light invisible? Mm. He would become visible. Because uh, he's yeah, ca- taking an action. Spell. I think it's like most any action you take other than movement, right? Yeah, it's if I attack or cast a spell, it ends. Mm. Okay. Sadly. But you could do useful things like apply poisons and stuff that take basically entire turns, right? While you're cloaked, or is that still technically an action? I think it's only it says only attacking or casting a spell. Yeah, so that seems like a really useful rogue kind of skill. Yeah, it was useful even in the battle when I was able to get away from... I was at like one hit point, and I would have died if I tried to run away. So I just used it to escape without <laughs> not taking mm. an attack. So it can be helpful. No, it was definitely good stuff. If they teach me how to do it, because I, I just clunk everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> so you scout around the house. I believe you cleaned up the inside as well, somewhat, right? Yeah, I think we tied it up a little bit. Yeah, most of your things are still gone, but what is there was set properly. And you look around for any sign that something's been disturbed, and... Should I make a roll? Yeah, make an... Investigation? Investigation. Uh, 15. At first glance, everything looks like it's exactly the way that it was before, but as you're scouting around and looking at the floor closely, some spots, especially near the front door... Look like they had been stepped in. Dust is just a little bit cleared away from these spots compared mm. to the rest of the house. Something or someone has been in here since you were last here. Oh, wow. Okay, uh, I keep looking around. Anything else catch my eye? They definitely installed a nanny cam. You should check the house for teddy bears. Oh, you're right. No, you look around. You don't find anything else that seems to have been disturbed. Okay. Uh, I will kind of go to the different windows around the the apartment and just sort of look out and see if I can see anyone nearby who looks suspicious. Like, I know there's uh, people sitting around on the streets, but I'm, basically I'm just trying to see if there are people planted there to keep an eye out on the apartment. Make an insight check. A four. You notice Shaba is looking kind of suspicious with his bow pointed at the door. <laughs> no, I don't have my bow, like, out and pointed. It's just at the ready, like, I'm ready to whip it out. And <laughs> but yeah, that would look pretty suspicious. But no, no one seems to stand out to you. You can see several people, though. They all just sort of look like, like scummy street rats. Yeah, there's like beggars and street urchins and such, yeah. All right. In that case, I will close the door behind me, lock it up and sneak across the street back to the other guy. And I um, walk up right up into Shaba's face, and then I become visible again. <laughs> I accidentally <laughs> launch one of my arrows off, like, randomly <laughs> up over the rooftops. Is it one of the special arrows? No, 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 it's a regular oh. arrow. <laughs> Some guy okay. across the street. Ah! <laughs> 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 hey, guys, I'm back. Aslo, what are you... How could you scare me like that? Oh, I didn't mean to scare you. Wait, yes, I did. I thought you were a very small cultist. (laughs) (sighs) I could be, and I pull my hood closer. (laughs) No, don't! It's my worst nightmare! No! (laughs) All my friends are cultists, and I look over, and Tokus pulls his hood up, too. No! And then Stripey pulls his up. No! (laughs) Shabba wakes up, and he's actually been asleep this whole time. (laughs) He wakes up, and you're all level one. Oh, no. (laughs) No! 
That's like the worst nightmare. We have to do it all over again. And then we do like really, really fast this time. We're back in episode one. We're just like, hey, Olaf, see Olaf. And then we find Nibber and we're like, Nibber, you suck. And then we keep going. That's how we end the campaign. One of you just wakes up. It was all just a dream. Yeah. Worst story ending ever. Damage Guild, the re-envisioning. We do all the same quests the same way. Just better. Damage Guild enhanced. So I say... Well, guys, it's just as I feared. Looked like someone had been there since the last time we left. Oh, no. Are you sure that wasn't you just walking in circles around the room and seeing your own footprints? It could have been. That's very true. Was one of the footprints small and circular and the other footprint a normal foot? Uh, no. So it wasn't the captain. Right. Hmm. Yeah, and they looked like uh, normal-sized footprints, not hobbit-sized. Yeah, in fact, they weren't uh, barefoot, so they wouldn't have been mine. Hmm. Hmm. The footsteps themselves and the footprints weren't very clear, you could just kind of see that the dust had been blown away a little bit. Yeah, disturbed. Yeah. Do you actually not ever wear shoes, Ezra? Nah, bruh. Yeah. Just barefoot just, all day long. Hobbity, all right. Yep, just hobbing it up. Nice. But if he was to wear shoes, and Tokus looks down and kind of like shows off the kicks that he's got, he would wear these. <laughs> He'd wear some sweet Uggs. <laughs> the boots that walk themselves. <laughs> That's actually a good point. You could... Uh, Tokus, you could put on your normal boots again, and then I could wear the boots of Kamir, except I wouldn't wear them. They would just follow along behind me. You you want us to use the boots for their intended purpose? I mean, think about it. We could use them for, like, storage and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I could store my wallet in there. Or we could put, like, a pike or spear in them, like, mount weapons on Oh, yeah, them. that's what we should have done. To take off the bandits' heads, put them on pikes, and then put those pikes in the boots. <laughs> in the <laughs> <laughs> two heads walking down the street. <laughs> uh, Except, oh like, gosh. we put a little, like, crossbeam in between, like, halfway up each pike so that they're walking like this and, like, the heads are just going back and forth. It's like, like a swivel. Uh, that's, that's terrifying. Um, so I take off the shoes and I put on my greaves from my pack and I hand them to Aslo and say... Do with them what you will. They were super comfortable, though. Okay. Uh, note to self. Wait, do we still have a cart? I don't know if we still have a cart. No. You gave it to Iris. I thought we bought, I thought we bought another one. one. Oh, did you? Paid five gold for another one. Oh, that's right. Yeah, we brought uh, Tokus's lab home in the cart. That's right. So you do have a cart, and I guess that probably would have been left here unless you had another place to put it. We probably just pushed it into Aslo's room at the Sapphire Saber. <laughs> yeah, and just left it there. So that's actually uh, something to test out. Probably not tonight, but I wonder how much weight the boots can pull as they walk. If we, like, tie a string to one of the boots and then tie the other end to a cart, maybe we just let the boots do all the pulling for us. <laughs> I doubt they pull much. I make a mental note to try it out tomorrow morning, and then I say, all right, guys, let's head back to the Sapphire Saber. Hmm. Okay. You arrive at the Sapphire Saber. See the person at the front desk, waiting with all of his books and everything looks over at you. Who, the Drake? The Drake is the bartender slash oh, quest right. giver. Okay. Hi, what's your name, front desk operator? <laughs> <laughs> Barnacle Billy? Okay, I'll call you Barnacle Billy. Sounds good. I am Deccan. Deccan. Oh, wait, wait a minute. If he knows magic and he operates books, wouldn't that make him a bookmancer? Is that a thing that you can be? Yeah, bookmancy. Okay. I just uh, made it a thing, Shaba. I'll take your word for it. Patent. Yeah, libromancy. Yeah, libromancy. <laughs> libromancy. Yeah, I think a, a libromancer, yeah. Booker T. Mancy. Yeah, I think a libromancer is a great word that sounds good. <laughs> Do we decibelism? Uh, uh, Deccan, oh great libromancer. We are here <laughs> to tender our resignation. From the quest that we have Wait, just oh. taken. <laughs> oh, okay. We, have, we are done with it. I mean, that's not the right words that I just used. We are done with the quest that we, we just did, and we want to uh, put, a, put a stamp in our page in the magic book that we did it really good. Can you do that for us? Uh, certainly. Can I have your names? And yes. He starts opening the book, flipping through it. My name is Laurels McFarles. <laughs> and, I, and I am a mithril 
member, metro level member of the Senate. I'd like to collect my monthly stipend. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I'm here to collect the gold, the the platinum pieces that I'm owed by the Saber. Um, No, I'm Shaba, that's Tokus, and that's Aslo, and that's Stripey. Stripey's an honorary member of the guild. I don't see a Stripey registered here in the book. (laughs) Why didn't we register him? Dang it. No! He could have gotten free arrows for me. You have to pass the test, Chop. Yes, your payment just came in. Oh, wonderful. Here you are. He empties three small pouches out onto the table in front of you. Just arrived through the magic vacuum tubes of the Sapphire Saber Guild. Um, no, actually, some dwarven woman just came and (laughs) dropped it off. Okay. Ah, Are you sure she was a woman? She could have been an imposter. Does she have a beard? She did? Ah, that's the one. Yep, that was her. (laughs) Sweet. So let's see what we got here, and we count out the coins. So you look through it, and you count 26 gold coins in each pile. Ooh, 26 for each of us? Yes. Oh, that's that's really good. What were we supposed to get paid? Uh, Well, the deal was 10 gold for each of you, plus 1 gold a night. And I have subtracted from that five gold pieces for this month's dues. Oh, okay, so that's how that works. So you guys just go ahead and take the gratuity without us really... Wait a minute, she paid us full price for the trip despite what happened? She gave us a five-star review? She said the job was handled, but she seemed a little bit upset about it, I must say. She still gave us the full price. Hmm. Well, the price is agreed upon beforehand. Hmm. That is true. No wonder we get so many bad Yelp reviews, because the price is set before the service is performed. (laughs) So 26 gold each? That's right. Yeah, so I guess this would be a a company payment, so I think we'll split it up as usual. (laughs) So we'll put it into one pile, and Aslo greedily, like, piles it up, and then splits it 40 and... If it only wasn't for that darn contract, the math would just be so easy, Aslo, and then you wouldn't have to stress over it. <laughs> yeah, for real. Easy peasy, like slicing a pie into thirds. That pesky contract. I know. You know, there isn't a night that goes by that I don't consider while I'm up all night tinkering that I could just reach in that pouch and change some of the words on it or tear <laughs> it up completely. Always hanging over our heads, that contract. Yeah, I mean, if I set it ablaze, then we could never, like, rebuild it, you know. And, mm. and we could have anarchy, and we could do whatever we want. It would take a lifetime's work to rebuild that contract. So many different amends have been made to it. Amendments, yeah. Oh, yeah, we're, like, in the 70s at this point. Like, I think we just did numbers. What was it? Amendment 73, I think you put on there, Aslo. Something to do with... No more uh, singing. It was don't question or undermine me was the whole thing. (laughs) That was all it said. (laughs) And, of course, the contract also explicitly says that you agree to all amendments as soon as they are written. (laughs) Right. (laughs) They cannot be changed. Uh, Deccan marks your names in the book to show proof of your quest completion. The magic book. That's our second mark. Can we just, like, pick a fight with someone in town just so we can have some combat this episode? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, let's not do that. We'll get locked in jail. That makes me think of Skyrim, though. Like, you're not even on a quest, and you're just, like, bored, and you just pick a fight with a random person in a town, and then, like, the whole town's chasing after you, and then you just go back to your previous save file. Yeah. Exactly. This isn't that that kind of RPG, our our reputation proceeds. Yeah, we can't undo our misdeeds, unfortunately. Yeah. Don't I know it. Sort of like when you just picked a random fight in a bar and started a tavern brawl and left. Yeah, but that was a fight between two other parties that really, really needed to They needed to get that anger out, yeah. <laughs> they needed to process. They've had generations of, of grudge, and they needed to just process it all. And we didn't hit the reset button. We, we did leave, though. You're right. We did try to escape. <laughs> and the people we got attacked by on the way back may or may not been, have been associated with those people. You sure they weren't just a procedurally generated encounter? Yeah, I mean, that's what I think, but they could be. Deccan is watching you as you take the three piles of gold that he has carefully poured into separate pieces, join them together, and then split them up unevenly. (laughs) (laughs) I spent a lot of time doing that. He just gives you a confused look, but doesn't say anything. I shrug and I say, hey, he's the boss. He pays our health insurance. That's how it works. Deccan, in fact, could you do us a huge favor? The next time we complete a quest, could you go ahead and do this split for us? 30-30-40? That'd be great. Yeah, if you would be so kind. If I remember, sure. (laughs) It's like, sure, if you weren't 
prawns. Oh, actually, I just remembered. There was something that came in for you while you were out. Uh, hold on a moment. And he pulls open a file and starts flipping through sheets. Here it is. He pulls out this envelope and sets it down in front of you. Says this was addressed to the triple A team. Uh, yeah. Uh, I, I look back and forth between us and us. That's us. That's definitely us, right, guys? That would be us. We have a request, like a song request. I don't know what's in it. Feel free to take a look yourselves. We uh, should maybe magically inspect it and make sure it's not a bomb. We have to go somewhere in private before we open this. You realize that, right? That's just what they want us to do, Shabbos, so we bl- only blow up ourselves. <laughs> Tokus's room. Yes, Tokus's room. To Tokus's <laughs> Away. room. Away. Immediately. Why does it have to be my room? because <laughs> your room's the funnest, obviously. You're a gnome. It is fun. I'm not going to deny that. <laughs> All right. So we go to Tokus's room, we jump on his bed for a little bit, and then we open the letter. <laughs> We got a letter. We got a letter. Hold on. Let me set the scene. So the room is strewn with various pieces of laundry and alchemical components, <laughs> some of which are mixed together for some weird godforsaken reason, like I was trying to make some kind of new shirt. And, and Can I make a laundry elemental? Yes. <laughs> from the deep, from the depths of my, my clothes bureau. Uh, comes the underpants monster, but we, we <laughs> huddle around on top of my bed like little schoolgirls do, and they like kick their feet up, like in in excitement of opening the letter together. Absolutely, yep. I'm tracking with you, and, and we open it. Uh, written along the top, it says, "Greetings to the three members of the AAA team, as I believe you like to call yourselves." I'd elbow them both, guys. That's us. <gasps> oh my gosh. It's our first piece of fan mail. Keep reading, Aslo. (laughs) I read. As much as I hate to once again call upon your aid, I am afraid your presence is requested. (laughs) (laughs) This doesn't sound so good now, guys. I'm less excited. (laughs) Report at your earliest convenience to Captain Parthen Stoutheart in the Arvin Military District. Okay. A new request awaits you. Captain Stathart. Wasn't that the guy that said he'd never have us work for him until we, like, proved ourselves? He was the guy who sponsored us to get into the Sapphire Saber. I know, but he said basically that when we didn't turn in our quest on time, Shava. Don't you remember? The Lobic Mine quest, yes. Yeah. <sighs> well, all we can do is uh, improve upon last time, right? We can do better <laughs> than we did last time and really, like, wow him. Yeah. Shock his socks off. Yeah, that's true. I'm starting to realize we we really haven't made that great of a name for ourselves as a company. You're starting to realize that? <laughs> like, how long has this taken you, Asla, to come to terms with this? <laughs> I've been in denial this whole time. That's the issue. <laughs> Just couldn't, couldn't rectify the fact that your latest investment is backfired. <laughs> yeah. yeah, not going so well. We need new PR people to, like, clean us up over social media to, like, cover up all of the terrible <laughs> yeah. things that we've done. Yeah, Aslo is far too idealistic to see the the bad side of things. Was that what you were actually doing, Shaba? Patching things up with Nibrin and Olaf? Yeah, I love that idea. We need to hire a PR firm. We need to hire a, like a really fancy marketing firm to like put up billboards and signs and stuff. It might have been a better investment than random piece of dirt. Well, stuff that says like like it's a big billboard with a picture of the three of us, and then it says the Triple A team. Definitely not the bad guys. <laughs> That's our slogan. I mean, it's like a, a rebranding. I thought it was complex. Oh. I mean, yeah, that one too. But like, we need to take all the bad things that we've done and sort of turn them around, right? Mm. We need to uh, undo a lot of bad relationships, right? Um, we're always on your side, although we always we don't always do it the nicest. Triple mm-hmm. A team. Yeah, <laughs> we'll get it done eventually. Triple A team. <laughs> and then it says, eat more chicken at the very bottom, but it's misspelled. <laughs> okay. Well, well, it sounds like we have a uh, some more work on the way. We have a stout heart to fulfill. That's right. Four nerds, one tabletop. The Damage Guild Podcast. Hi there, my name's Jay Stout, and you're listening to our show. It's a show called The Damage Guild Podcast, and it's the show that is about people who love to be together and do things together. And so welcome, everybody. 
to another episode. It's another week, another opportunity to gather together, to go on an adventure, to take joy in the pleasure of each other's company, and to center our cosmic energies. So please, close your eyes with me, and let's talk about some things that we all really, really like. First of all, if you haven't gotten on Twitter and given us an at mention and suggested a name for something, an NPC, a tavern, a town, a village, a villain, we're still open for suggestions. If we like it, we'll use it on the show and we'll give you credit. We'll give you a shout out. It's a great way for you to, for you to contribute, for you to be a part of the show in more than just, uh, more than just as a listener. And, uh, we're really excited about it. We've, we've already got, gotten several, uh, wonderful suggestions, uh, that we have now begun to use. And you will hear those on future episodes in the coming weeks and months. And so we're really excited about that. Definitely give it a shot if you haven't already. Uh, we're, we're always looking for new suggestions. It's a great, uh, great fun way for us to interact with each other. Speaking of interaction, um, if you want to get on our Discord channel and get to know us better, we would like to get to know you better as well. Um, so there's a link at the top of our homepage, www.thedamagegale.com, with a little video game controller who is smiling. You can click on that link. And it'll take you to a personal invite page where you can join our server, come chat with us and other listeners, and truly become a part of the guild. Also, if you like wearing us on your uh, body, then you can go to thedamagegill.com slash shop because we now have uh, shirts and other stuff of the Damage Guild, the, the party. Uh, we, we got some artwork commissioned, which we na- are now using for our uh, podcast uh, theme image as well. So if you want to have Shaba, Aslo, and Tokus close to your heart, as close to your heart as they possibly can be physically, then go pick up a, a new, some new swag and uh, help support the show. It's a great way to give us your, your support and get something for it in return. Uh, we have briefly taken a short break from our live streams, but we will be getting into that soon, I promise. We're in the next uh, week or two here, we're going to be talking about um, possible dates for our next live stream. So if you want to check in on our Champions of the Multiverse campaign, which is uh, a campaign that we do, it's fifth edition, uh, but it's the four of us on this show, plus uh, another couple of our friends, uh, another three-ish, four-ish of our friends. Uh, too, I'm too tired to take an exact count of how big that group is, that gaming group. It's seven or eight folks. But uh, we have had an ongoing Champions of the, uh, an ongoing campaign uh, where we live stream and we rotate DMs for several mini arcs with the same characters. And it's been a lot of fun. Really looking forward to seeing what Sam has in store for us. He's the current DM um, in our octopus's garden at the bottom of the sea. So come in and check us out. Uh, if you have not uh, joined us before and you want to see the previous episodes, you can again go to our website, thedamagegirl.com, click the YouTube link, and watch previous episodes there. As always, we would like to encourage you to subscribe on your podcast provider of choice, because that is really a huge boon to us. The more subscribers we have, the more likely we are to come up higher in the search results when people look for D&D podcasts. And we really want to get discovered, because to date, discoverability remains our, our largest obstacle. Our Discord channel is growing, our download numbers are growing, but there are millions of people out there who are into what we do. And the number of people that we have reached so far has barely scratched the surface. Uh, And so if you can subscribe, if you can go to player.fm and subscribe to us there, move us up higher on the best of uh, D&D podcast list, any any of those things, spread the word to your friends, tell people you know. Um, And then if you have, if you want to give us any tips for places on the internet that you know of that like, hey, there's like a bunch of people who like D&D podcasts and they all hang out on this page or this forum or this website that would be uh that would be wonderful because we would like to share our our adventures with uh with more people like you and uh build this community if you want to get in contact with us you can use the contact form on our website or email us at guild at the damage guild.com as always thanks so much for listening we love each and every one of you now please enjoy the rest of this episode and we'll see you again on monday in just two short weeks 
This is the Damage Guild Podcast. And we wanted to stop by the library as well, so that we could mm. research the cult. We'll probably have to do that in the morning. Do you want me to drop the powder off at the Alchemist Guild? Uh, a sample of it. Some of it, not all of it. What, what size is a sample again, Shaba? It was a little Ziploc bag full of it, wasn't it? A little Ziploc baggy. <laughs> yeah. Small bag. Uh, looks like three handfuls if you just kind of reach in and grab some, so it's not a whole lot. All right, well, I'll drop this off at the guild, because remember, you guys can't be caught dead with me there because of that little lie that I told the front desk guy. Yeah, because you're locus or brocus or whatever, or jokus. Ocus. Ocus, yeah. Ocus. You're broke as a jokus. That's, that. hey, don't wear my name out. All right, so I'll drop by the alchemist guild while they're heading to see the, the captain. But don't give them all of it. Give them, like, some of it. Tomorrow, right? Yeah, it's nighttime right now, remember? I thought they were open 24-7. They don't sleep. <laughs> Like me, right? <laughs> in the name of science! <laughs> well, the guild's probably still running, but you're not going to be able to put in a request at this time of night. Well, wait a minute, wait a minute. I'm part of the guild. Can't I just inspect the powder myself? I have access to the facility. You do. You could use the equipment there and make your own checks. Nighttime Tokus Lab Adventure. Dude, you actually get to go into the lab? All right, so I I, fly, I take out my little like zip card, like it's like attached to my my lab coat, and I kind of. <laughs> but wait, Tokus, you have a lab that we haven't set up yet. It'll take too long, Shaba. Most of a lab. Yeah, you have the cart in your room too. But we've got to set it up at some point. Yeah, but they have more stuff over at the fine. Okay, so we set up the lab. I just didn't want to have to do it. I'd rather use their lab instead of set up my own. I'll help you. I totally can do that. I know how this stuff works. You, like, topple over, like, you knock over the Alembic. <laughs> yeah, what? Setting up lots of potentially caustic chemicals inside a 10 by 10 foot room with well, no That's in exit. interdimensional space. <laughs> so all you have to do is open the window and it all vents out and you never <laughs> see it no again. no window. <laughs> Seriously, you guys might have to get out of my room while I do this. You know, that's a bad idea to set it up in your extra-dimensional space room because you will suffocate and die. You should go to so, the guild. You should just go to the guild. Yeah, I was going to say, we might eventually set up the alchemist lab at Aslo's house once we get a better home security system. So I'm going to go to the lab. Or we will we will um, set up a secret underground facility for you after we build the banana stand. The split stand. <laughs> That'd be you sweet. walk into the banana stand and then it just, like, <laughs> and then it's just a, a little elevator that goes... Yeah. And then you walk down the spiral staircase. Yeah. When you buy real estate... Fun fact, you own everything all the way up into the air and all the way down. You just give the government an easement so that they can fly planes over top of you. What about them sending trains beneath you? Uh, If you live over a subway, there's probably an easement for that, too. But we don't, because in Nafton, there are no subways. (laughs) <laughs> well, actually, they probably aren't utilizing very much of their infrastructure underneath. Like, I could burrow out the entire, like, Town. depths of Nafton eventually, and we could have, like, our own little community of, like, the last remaining gnomes. Yeah, subterranean the- dwellers. <laughs> yeah. Yep. You can have your lab down there. And we'll just, like, surreptitiously make little vents all around the town outside the <laughs> fence so that nobody sees them. And they just vent all this, these gases that you generate. And, like, at night, there'll be, like, this cheering of a bunch of little voices, and they don't know where it's coming from. <laughs> it's like a celebration. Did you hear something, dear? No, go back to sleep. <laughs> it must have been those beans I ate. <laughs> <laughs> Honey, I, I just let one go, and then now there's purple smoke coming up from underneath the covers. <laughs> Happened. <laughs> uh, Am I at the guild yet? <laughs> this is like the thought bubble that was entertaining Tokus on his walk over to the guild. So the other two go to bed, I guess? Uh, we'll go to the library. The library's closed. Alright, I'll go to the library and sleep on the steps and wait till it opens <laughs> in the morning. I'll go sleep in a normal bed. Alright, All right. anyone who accesses your room, just take off your five silver for that. And everybody else gets exhaustion. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Tokus, you arrive at the Alchemist Guild, and uh, one of the guards lets you in when you show your membership. I flash him my badge. Access level six. (laughs) Yes, please. Top floor. He shows you inside. 
and you make your way down to the lab that you're allowed to get to. It's like just the first floor. Like everything's off limits. I like I'm like in this little tiny. <laughs> yeah, it's like a broom closet with a couple of beakers <laughs> on a shelf. I, like, I went from one broom closet <laughs> to a really nice broom closet. I'm moving up in the world. It's a nice lab. It's just a shared space with whoever else wants to work there. All right. So who else is burning the midnight oil? At the moment, it looks like there are three other people here. Well, what are they mixing? You're not sure? Just various experiments? I'm gonna go check it out. I'm gonna go say hi. Introduce myself. Hey, I'm Tokus. What you making? <laughs> what you doing in my waters? First person that you come up to is like, I really can't talk right now. And he's carefully pouring this highly dangerous looking substance into something else. I just like when Thane improvs. That's why I'm doing this. You said there are other people there, so. So what is he pouring? Do I knock it over? He's pouring some kind of weird goo into some clear liquid. Ah, like, can't talk. Nice. This is very precise. Go away. Okay. All right. We'll, hey, we'll talk again. <laughs> nice soon. to meet you. Nice to meet you. <laughs> nice to meet you. Do like an air shake. All right. So go to the next one. Okay. You go up to someone else. Oh, I am researching the properties of the ash tree and how it may interact with the grave dirt from White's tombs. Okay. Wow. That's interesting. Okay. Uh, good luck with your research. Hope the book comes out, turns out well. Uh, see you. I move on to the next one. He looks like he's practically falling asleep here. He's like, I've been watching this thing boiling for hours, but I have a suspicion that if I stop watching it, it won't work. Well, wait, wait. Isn't the old adage, like, a watched pot never boils? <laughs> Why don't you let me watch it for you for a moment? And you can rest your eyes for a minute. I can't. <laughs> here, come, come here, come here. And I give him a nice little hug and I let him rest his face on my shoulder and I say, shh, shh, it's okay. I have to keep my eyes on this. No, 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 it's okay. And I, and I, and I, st- I use a little bit of the a powder the under powder. his nose. Oh, the powder! <laughs> <laughs> and I have him, I have him breathe it in. Oops, don't be, oh man, you really just sniff that right up there. Just rub a little bit of it into his upper lip so he just breathes it in. And just like, like smear it on <laughs> This will help. Are you still watching the the boiling pot? Yeah, I'll watch the I'll watch the pot, but I want to see if he falls asleep. So you pull out a little pinch of the powder and like pull the fairy up. dust, and I sprinkle it on him. He inhales a little bit of it, and that seems to push him over the edge, <laughs> slumps against your shoulder for a few seconds, then oh, I can't, I can't, can't, can't fall asleep. And he goes back to his drowsy <laughs> state. Oh, it didn't work. Wow, you're immune to that? That stuff knocked me out. Yeah, he fell asleep for a few seconds, but he bolted awake again. I have to, have to keep my eyes on this. So diligent. I, I can really appreciate What's your name? My, my name's Tokus. I, I just got into the Alchemist Guild, as you can tell. Or, or can't tell. I've been here the whole time. My name's Dill, the Diligent. That's what they call me. <laughs> Dillard. <laughs> dying Dillard. Dill, the Diligent. I'm Ilvar. Ilvar. Ilvar, nice to meet you, Ilvar. Cool. Well, good luck with that, whatever you're watching. Hope it does its thing eventually. Thanks. He's barely staying awake as you walk away. <laughs> I feel like I didn't help him. I feel like I harmed him. <laughs> I feel like I was not helpful there. All right, I walk away. I got to do my thing now. I have to actually do experiments on the powder that I just experimented on him with. <laughs> yeah, you spend the next few hours testing. Make your test with your alchemist kit, intelligence. Ooh. <laughs> um, okay, on the dice, I rolled a two. You should pray to Aslo for bardic inspiration. <laughs> he hasn't inspired me in so long. <laughs> I am proficient. So, total, it is an eight, actually. It's not a terrible roll. So, you're doing some of the basic standard tests, and one of them involves trying to burn a little bit of this powder. And when you do that... You kind of drop a little bit of powder into flames, and a few seconds later, the fire falls asleep. I was gonna, say, <laughs> I was gonna say, it knocks out the whole room. <laughs> you catch this faint wisp of a flowery scent, and you feel a little bit tired and drowsy. And the alchemist from earlier, who was doing the very delicate pouring, slumps over, and falls down <laughs> on the floor. Oh my goodness, <laughs> this stuff's awesome. I feel no remorse for him. Let's keep going. He didn't pay me any mind. Like, why? Should, it's not my fault that I'm. Hey, I'm experimenting here. Okay, 
should have picked a different room. The conclusion that you come to in the end is that if you were to grab a handful of this powder and throw it into a fire, that would unleash its strongest potential mm. for putting people to sleep. But it's also everyone gets hit by it. Why didn't I fall asleep? Because you made your saving throw when I rolled it. <laughs> <laughs> you felt tired and you, it was starting to affect you. Huh. So it's turned on by fire. If only I had a portable launcher of small bolts of fire <laughs> and I put this mixture into them and incorporated it into one apparatus that could efficiently launch and trigger the powder from a distance of 120 feet as a cantrip. I just, I just don't know. So I design a prototype vial that's got the right mix of the powder and the stuff that like makes the, the firebolt vials. <laughs> and I make as many of those as I can with the powder. You would guess that you probably only have enough powder left for like two full doses. Perfect. I make two of them. <laughs> and put them into my little, uh, what is this thing called? Bandolier. Bandolier. <laughs> anyway, I make two of those for my bandolier so that I can shoot them at Shaba later. And you put them on your bandolier, a.k.a. your character sheet. Yes. And what are we calling these? Sleep vials? Sure. Sure. All right, that's uh, what I'm putting there. Dust of drowsiness, I think. Dust of drowse. In your tests, you only put in a little bit at a time to be burned, but it seems like its effects last for quite a while. Oh, I'm excited. So how long would you say one of these things would last, one of these vials with the full dose in them? If it doesn't get blown away by the wind, you could expect a few minutes, maybe. Oh, that's pretty powerful. Like mm. Minutes of time is eternity. As I learned the other day in D&D mm. language. It is. Yeah. It's true. It's basically eternity. <laughs> Sweet. Um, I leave after I give the one guy that fell asleep a nice slap on the back. <laughs> uh, you've been continuing to experiment, so he's been awake for a while. Oh, I want to check up on the guy that almost fell asleep. Is he? How's he doing? Did his thing do the thing? The boiling? The... Um, it's almost completely boiled down. It's kind of this bubbling goo at the bottom now. And he's forcibly holding his eyes open with his hands. <laughs> Is that just like a thing for all the different alchemists? Like, do we all have like huge bags under our eyes and none of us can sleep well? Like, man, this powder would have been really useful. You did arrive in the middle of the night. So that's the kind of alchemist who's working here right now. <laughs> yeah, these are my people. They understand me. All right, so I in the morning I wake up and fold up my tent and walk into the library. You really set up your tent right outside the library? Yeah, on the on the steps. Wouldn't people like come by like, who's this hobo on the steps? Yeah, I set it up slanted, like slanted down the front steps. Okay, if you're going to do that, then the guards will come by in the middle of the night and ask you to pack up and move along somewhere else. Okay. And I will hide behind the big lion statues and curl up and sleep there. <laughs> Because every library has big lion statues in the front, right? Oh, yeah. Obviously. Shaba, I don't know if you'll fit behind. I like your gumption, though. No, I'll hide behind one of the pillars and just get real skinny and just sleep standing up against the pillar. It's not like this is Black Friday where you can, like, sleep outside establishments leading up to them opening <laughs> yeah, Shaba. Right? Or know. whatever your equivalent holiday would be called. I don't know what you would call it. You find some less conspicuous place nearby to curl up for the night? Sleep in an alley. Fair enough. Whatever works. Just so I can be at the library as soon as it opens. So I can talk to my good friend Conan. That wasn't his actual name. <laughs> no, it was not. Uh, so I go to Malwin, Conan the librarian, and I'm like, hey, Mal, long time no read with you. Should always try to keep up on your reading. <laughs> read at least a book a day. Yes, a book a day. Wow, that is a lot of reading. <laughs> read any good libraries lately? Read any good libraries? Yep. Any good? Because you read a book a day. I mean, you must read the whole library like every year. So have you read any good ones? There are many good works in this library. Have you read any about cults? Maybe a book that lists all the cults that exist or ever have existed in the world. An index of cults. <laughs> a brief history of cultishness. I believe there was one that discussed some cults in the reference section in the back there. Okay. Uh, mind taking me to it and showing me which one you are referring to? Certainly, I can do that. He goes back and pulls out this old book, I don't know, probably an inch thick or so. Blows some dust off of it. Yes, here we are. 
the foul religions of the continent. All right, sweet. Um, so can you, uh, can we have like a little story time where you like summarize the entirety of this book for me? <laughs> like, like, like you can be my, my human cliff notes version of what's in this book so that I don't have to read the whole thing. Um, like, is there a cult that is, that exists today centered around alchemy, uh, that may or may not worship either the emperor or a dark god and, uh, exists in the southern Tetrian mountain range? Well, this book is quite old, so I don't know if it would cover any recent cults. Oh, okay, so what I need is a magazine subscription to, like, Cultus Weekly, (laughs) or something more, (laughs) like a periodical, something more up-to-date. I could do some research for you if there's something specific that you want me to look up. Yes, I'm looking for information on a specific cult that has been shadowing my footsteps everywhere I go, and will not uh, leave me alone, and may or may not be responsible for the zombie plague in these, these here parts. So, I'd like information on that cult. And if you could do some research, that would be awesome. And here's two gold pieces. Cause, uh, just because we're friends, not for the research. Just because I like you. Well, this isn't much for research funding, but... Um... Uh, make it ten. I give him ten gold pieces. All right. I'll see what I can come up with. Give me a few days, and I'll get some research for you. All right. Thank you. You tell them everything else that you know about the cult? Yeah, all the details about this cult. I'll write up a report within the next few days. All right, awesome. Thanks. Should I have it delivered to your residence? Uh, yes. You'll find me in the bronze quarters of the Sapphire Saber. Just have them open my room. They know which one it is. Very well. I will send it along as soon as it's done. Thank you, my good man. And I about face and leave. And then on my way out, if I see anybody like sitting there at a de- at the table reading, I stop and wait over their shoulder until right when they're about to turn the page, and then I turn it for them to be really nice to help them out. <laughs> <laughs> and then I do that to everybody I see on the way out, and then I leave. All right, this is going to take you like twenty minutes while you stop at each person. To wait for <laughs> yeah, them to turn exactly. Page. It's worth it. Hey, good deed, man. Getting my good deeds in for the day. All right. By the third or fourth person, he sees you turning everyone <laughs> else's pages, and, start and he walking pulls away. the book closer to him and turns it in such a way that you can't reach it. <laughs> like hunches over it. <laughs> hey, man, I'm gonna turn that page. All right, I'm I'm gonna help you out. I want to be nice to you. <laughs> just let it happen. Just go with it. Okay, I just leave. <laughs> So you gather up and arrive at Parthen Stouthart's office, where you are soon ushered inside. He's just kind of sitting behind his desk, tapping a loose sheet of paper on the table. I really didn't want to have to call on you three again. Yeah, you mentioned that in your letter, so you don't have to say it again. Yeah. Oh, I wanted to say it again. <laughs> Good old captain. It seems... That the king has a word that he would like to ask of you. <gasps> the king! What? The king! Hey, Oslo! He said the king! Tokus! 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 I like, sh- I like, I grab you by the shoulder and I start shaking. I'm like, Tokus! 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 Guess what? Tokus! Guess what he just said? Did you hear what he just said? I think he said the. Yes, that's king. what he said. He said the king. He said the king. Stripey. Our friend the king. You know, we go way back with the king. We like did. a few weeks ago, we were hanging out. <laughs> yeah, he was the one, we remember? We almost killed him. Parthen, <laughs> Parthen Stoutheart was the one who took our business card and called us up. He was there in the room when we almost that's killed right. the king. So he knows. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, I don't know if he knows exactly what happened there. Absolutely. The king wants to talk to us. We'll go over there right now. We'll go talk to him immediately. Yep, right away. Uh, All right. We'll hold on there. Okay. Uh, what? What's up? Yeah, what's the problem? We can just go grab dinner with him. It's almost, you know, or lunch. <laughs> we can even grab lunch. Yeah. I will schedule your appointment with the king. From my understanding, this is meant to be a secret meeting. So we don't have to dress up in funny clothes again? <laughs> <laughs> 
We can wear what we want, <laughs> smell how we want. <laughs> and then it's like, it like cuts to like Tokus imagining in his head. He's like rolling in like mud with some pigs, <laughs> just rolling around. Wait, so he wants to be friends with us in secret? Oh, of course he doesn't want all his fancy friends to know about us, Shaba. We're riffraff. I don't know much about what he wants exactly, but he requested that I set up a meeting with you three. But he, so he asked for us by name. I believe it has to do with what you brought him last time you visited. <gasps> the king wants to have lunch with us. <laughs> he wants to hang out and drink <laughs> beer. Our voices like keep getting higher and higher. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> The king is going to invite us to hang out, and and he's going to turn on some goat ball, and give us a couple of brewskis, and we're going to chill out. This is the life. Remember when I said that as long as one of our five friends, right, if we're, if we're the average of our five friends, we basically just got one-fifth of the king's, like, influence and money right into our pockets, and then you got to multiply that by three. That blows the average <laughs> out of the water. Way, way out. All right, guys, let's go see the king. It's time. We're moving on up. It's time for the Triple A team to shine.